the masculine can take the feminine where the feminine cannot take herself. And that yeah. can be in the heart, in, in sexuality, in, in support, in, in so many aspects. So in the end, even though I know many people are triggered by the word need, Mm-hmm. We do need each other. I mean, we, we, it's inevitable. We can be without each other, but we don't need each other, but we want to be with each other. So yeah. in that sense, there's a beautiful synergy, which definitely we feel more whole with. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Deeper Podcast, a podcast for all of you who want more, more out of yourself, your relationships, your intimacy and life. My name is Sofia Zafina, and I'm here to bring you deeper. I'm a sex, life, and relating coach, and I'm fascinated by all things masculine and feminine and bringing the two back together, helping people connect on a deep and real level so we can show up for each other, partner with each other in our healing, and call each other back into our power. A very important part of that for me is honoring both sides, the masculine and the feminine, creating more understanding, more compassion and respect for each unique experience. And so in this series, I'm speaking specifically to men to honor them, to hear their perspective and how they go through relating the feminine life. Because so often we have demonized and devalued men in their experiences, needs and struggles. And I want to change that. So I hereby welcome you to my Deeper Into Him podcast series. And before we get started for all these conversations, I want to give a bit of a disclaimer because I realize that this conversation about men and women, masculine and feminine, can sound both heteronormative and gendered. Bear with me. Masculine feminine dynamics play it out in every relationship. So when we speak about men towards women, I hope you can hear it as being the partner who is more in their masculine and the partner who is more in their feminine. And this very often has little to do with gender. In addition to that, I do want to acknowledge that men and women have completely different societal expectations in the world. And because of that, different lenses. For instance, we tell men they should man up and women they should smile more. In that sense, some of this might be gendered, but I hope for people outside of that binary perspective that they might still feel some truth in any of these stories. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Deeper with Sophie Josefina podcast. And today I am joined by Nemanja Sonero, and he's a good friend of mine and a man with the most luscious voice I've ever heard. And I am so excited he's here with me today. Namaya, for everybody that doesn't know you yet, who are you? I'm, first of all, hello. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say, I don't know if ever anyone made such a juicy intro for me and and also stated that I have a sexy voice. I don't know if I heard that before. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to keep on talking like this more. yeah, I'm I'm a good question. Who am I? Yeah. Well, to start, I'm a big fan and lover of movement, anything around movement, whether it's the body, whether it's the energy, whether it's yeah, knowledge flying and moving through my mind, anything around movement, I feel very passionate and fascinated about. And besides that, I'm yeah, deep into my own masculine feminine energies and how mm. does that affect, relate with everyone else around in this world. 
And through that exploration, of course, I started supporting others, coaching, mentoring, and just a big exploration of, of, of that in, in communion with everyone else in this yeah. world. So I'm an explorer. I'm an, I call myself an emotion emotion alchemist. So Ooh, I love that word. Yeah, yeah. So when I when I had first heard of you, know, I think you were very deep as a dance teacher, as a movement teacher, right? You were in the Kizomba. Yeah. 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 I still am. I mean, this is my passion for 20 plus years, and even now in the men's work and women's work, I I use a lot of these modalities and I use movement to connect people to themselves and to each other. So element, the elements of dancing is always going to be part of my work, no matter what. Yeah, and and I remember I think the first time I met you in person, what really struck me was that I don't know a lot of men that embody masculine and feminine so much in their body. Mm. Like your whole body speaks archetypes, if that almost makes sense. Like your whole, the way energy moves through your body is very, yeah, it's, it's very... Like, I don't know a lot of men that do this. I think women are much more in their body and exploring different flavors in that. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of male bodies can be very much like just, just exploring one flavor and one type. And you are really this embodiment of the full spectrum. And I really respect that in you. Because mm-hmm. I think often mm-hmm. spirituality in men can be a bit in the mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes quite, quite a lot. <laughs> With you, it's very in the body. Yeah. Yeah, well, this is what movement for me is. It's one way for me that works really well to go back into the body, to go out of the mind. And this was crucial for me as I was growing up because there was a lot of mind. And Mm -hmm. also there was a lot of things happening around in my world, in my family, also around in my country because of the war and everything. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of dynamics which kept me a lot in the mind. And when I met dance, dance completely shifted that and brought me back home mm. and and this energy of dancing is the feminine energy but also in that exploration I realized how I can be as a man also with movement how I can express my masculine mm. side through movement and mm. that has brought me so many gifts and I'm sitting here talking to you because of movement because of dancing so yeah do you want to tell a bit more about what that was like your your own story with uh, masculinity what kind of journey you went through hmm. yeah I've I was very disconnected to my masculine as a child hmm. and now I know why it's connected to my father and how disconnected he was from me and I was longing so much to connect with him so I grew up basically being raised by my mother and trying to look up to men around me so the only the closest man after my father left was my brother Mm. He also didn't have a good role model, so it was a bit of a weird dynamic trying to have someone as that role model. And that exploration just led me further and looking around, trying to see it in my teachers in school. That didn't work. Tried to see it maybe through the books I read or martial arts, which I'm also a big fan since I was very young. And in that slowly I found people like Bruce Lee and like Mm. people who are in their bodies, but also very philosophical. Mm. then exploring other yeah other fascinating people like Nelson Mandela or Martin Luther King which embody leadership but also a lot of love to their hearts Mm. and and all these energies slowly took me to people who I consider today my fathers my mentors my teachers Mm. 
So it's been a long journey of, again, coming back again to myself, to coming back home. And uh, it's still an ongoing exploration what masculinity is, what femininity is. Uh, I'm, I'm, I feel I'm never, never stop playing with that and exploring. Yeah. Yeah, I love this. I love this. Like you spoke about like Bruce Lee, like very much in his body, but also very philosophical. Yeah. I love this combination because it's if I like I'm personally, I really love the 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 mystic archetype or the shaman archetype. Because mm. he feels very steady. I love the kind of philosophical, like knowledgeable masculine because it's really yeah. for me, it's the feminine. It's very steady to be around. Cause he's just calm, he's not like taken out of his center. He understands what's happening. It's just kind of like this whole beautiful masking gift of discernment of understanding of analysis i can kind of relax around that i noticed so mm -hmm. this whole vision of like bruce lee like so in his body but also very much in this philosophical this combination is so beautiful yeah, yeah. and and bruce lee uh, not many people know this he was a cha-cha-cha champion in hong kong really <laughs> he was a, he was an amazing dancer he, he won huh? hong kong championship in cha-cha-cha so this is also a big fact so he oh, was also so very connected to his feminine a lot. Yeah. So how, what's your what's your connection been to that? Because I think the way we've all been having like a polarity conversation now, like where that where most of the conversation around is now is like this integration, right? Like we need to integrate. We need to integrate as a as a masculine. We need to integrate as a feminine, and that means often also integrating as a male body your feminine energies. How do you see that? Because I know this is where a lot of discussions are happening, right? Because some people are like, no, men should just like cultivate their masculine and don't need to connect to their feminine. And there's of course that the, the new age Tantra men that are also deflated because they have deleted the dark masculine from their life. So how do you, what's been maybe your story with, yeah, like integrating or playing with or exploring the more feminine energetics as a male body? Mm. Hmm. Well, what we are doing now is trying to find ways how we can embody both because due to everything that happened in the last century of men mm -hmm. disconnecting from their masculine and there's a whole story why, of course, mm -hmm. uh, and entering, exploring femininity, which is beautiful, but again, to find this balance to return to the essence, which most men have, which is the masculine energy, most men, let's say, mm -hmm. have the masculine essence. Uh, I feel this was the exploration. This is a big experiment that lasts for decades. And now we have so much more yeah, information, more people who are doing this work that they can help us find this balance and be in this fluidity and this beautiful dance of both energies because in the end we are both or, yeah. and we are none, we are the soul. And yeah, we can explore dark masculine, dark feminine light, but in the end, the idea is just to kill them all and just to be. Yeah. And this is not just philosophical, but really to embody both and to know how our body feels in each moment. And this is a beautiful quality mm. that I feel each man should cultivate. Mm. What do I feel? Where do I feel it? Okay, what, how to move this energy? How, yeah, how to be with this? And then just play with that. And this is a big piece. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. That's uh, we often talk about, right? What presence is in a man, and there's a quality I think at least of like, can you feel your own body? Because yeah. if you're just only fully present with the goddess in front of you or whatever, and you've lost connection to yourself. You're actually not that present with her because what she's looking for is that she can affect you, yeah. that she can move you, that you are that you are 
more alive because of her. And I have to see this like when you go to like ecstatic dance or something and men go for the first time. And I get that it's super scary, especially as a man, right? And it's like, go move your body whatever way you want to. Mm. And it's often then the painful realization of like, I have no idea how my body wants to move. Mm. Mm. It's kind of like instinctual movement or instinctual just being with yourself, mm. being with the animal. That's very scary for a lot of guys. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's scary for many, again, mm, of course, we have this whole paradigm, which obviously doesn't work. I mean, the, the, yeah. the masculine being a man and forgetting this is a very industrial era. Also, hunter-gatherers, you know, history, which we don't have that anymore. We mm -hmm. have obviously now a time, an age where women don't technically need men anymore. Yeah. You don't need us for money, you don't need us for protection, you don't need us even for making babies. So it's like, what can we be of service to you? And this is Ooh. the big question to ask. And in the end, we go back to just simply saying the masculine can take the feminine where the feminine cannot take herself. And that yeah. can be in the heart, in, in sexuality, in, in support, in, in so many aspects. So in the end, even though I know many people are triggered by the word need, mm -hmm. we do need each other. I mean, we, we, it's inevitable. We can be without each other, but we don't need each other, but we want to be with each other. So yeah. in that sense, there's a beautiful synergy, which we definitely we feel more whole with. And uh, I myself have a huge capacity to be alone. I can be alone a lot. <laughs> but consciously I decide to have a partner in my life, mm -hmm. A beautiful one and to create something with her and, and, and see what happens so yeah. yes this is the story of the man who comes back to himself to his body to the masculine feminine and really brings something new to the table something we've been missing for a long long time in our society so i feel it's time to rise really into that yeah i love i love what you're just saying that we 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 don't need each other in these partnerships anymore for these practical things and so yeah. what is it that we're actually bringing to the table and I I can also feel it in how you speak about your relationship like there's a conscious decision to create something like you're perfectly fine by yourself but you're consciously deciding to 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 yeah proactively create something with your partner and so what do you bring as the masculine pole in that relationship what is it that you are offering her that you were choosing to offer, which is a very different thing than like need and practicality. And there is no other choice. This feels much more like powerful in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. It, there's no attachment to that. There's no yeah. neediness. There is, it's, it's very free. And for me as a man, my, my deep desire is always to feel freedom in my body, to feel freedom in my life. Yeah. And when I have, don't have these clinging on energies, and still have a partner beside me who I know she's there for whenever she, you know, she's there for me, she's there mm -hmm. for us. I just feel so, mm. I feel like I can breathe out and I feel, I feel so fulfilled. And, and for me, that is love, you know, and mm. it took me a long time to reach this point where I have this kind of relationship and I know how to be in that, yeah. but it was worth it. It was worth it. Each heartbreak, it was worth it all the way. Mm. This is so powerful what you're saying now, actually, because I, I think especially the younger masculine can have this very big hangover of like, I want to be free. I want to be free. And then when they're in relationship, she's, she's 
um, stopping him from being totally free. And there's always this conflict of especially men within themselves. Like, but I do want a relationship and I also just want to be unburdened. And I almost, I think I heard you say, almost like I, she can almost love me into even more freedom. Yeah. That's yeah. so beautiful. Oof. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's powerful also because also women deep down, they do not want a man who is fully focused on them because there was, Yes. Uh, there was there was a moment of my life where I where I was also learning from others in you know in conscious communities like the woman comes first you're the divine masculine mm-hmm. giving it all to her but that does not work it's a different form of giving and sharing with each other and Nicole and I have a a saying which we have since the beginning of a relationship and we we stick to this as our anthem which is don't commit to me, commit to growth, and I'll meet you there. And uh, we fully, this is our, this is our Bible, and this, we live by this all the time. Mm. This, free. this keeps us really light and, and just enjoying life together, enjoying love. Mm. Mm. I love this. When you said women don't want a man fully focused on them. No, no. No, no. I, I mean, okay, let's say like this. If, if my, okay, hmm, I need a moment to breathe into this one. <laughs> uh, I tell this to Nicole and I really mean it, which is she comes first. But, but by that, what I mean uh, is that I know that when we are not together, because we're so, we're so close, we're so feeling each other into every single sense. When we are not together, it affects our lives, it affects our business, it affects everything. And this is very clear. So yeah. for me, when I say you are, you come first is because I really feel so much love and I feel the importance of keeping a relationship healthy so yeah. we can have this freedom of feeling free and independent, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So I do put a lot of energy and love into our relationship and she comes first and also my mission and purpose comes first at the same time. So I don't want to classify one, two, three, it's just they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're together. Yeah. And as a decision to share my life with this woman, yeah. this is a piece of that. And uh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So before we got on this call, we were talking about this whole concept of masculine power, maybe power in general, and mm-hmm. how you were saying that that's a bit of a triggering word to some people. And like, what does it mean to be powerful as a man? And I think we have a lot of um, charge right? On men becoming powerful because it's been so painful in the past. Yes. And I think a lot of men are, I think a lot of men are, are, what's it called? Hungry, maybe for starving for their own power, but confused on where that lies or where that's allowed to be maybe even. Mm. Yeah. Tell me, what, do, what have you got on this? What's been coming up for you around this whole topic? Mm. Yeah. To start with the meaning of the word power, I like to translate always to Spanish because in Spanish it means the word poder or it means to be able. So if I would mm-hmm. translate the word from Spanish to English, it means to be able. So the power means to be able to fill up the blank, to be able to be myself, to be able to travel, to be able to be financially independent, to be able to express fully what I feel and what is inside of me. So to be able just to to be without withholding anything, of course, to to bring something valuable into this world. But mm. this is for what power for me means. 
And yes, we all know that power has been abused. It's still been abused. We see it in politics. We see it in, in so many aspects of our lives. And also throughout history, men have abused power and women have suffered. Yeah. And for that reason, so many women still feel it in their DNA, mm -hmm. often sometimes even not being aware why don't they trust their partner? Why don't they yeah. trust men overall? And interestingly enough, even men, and I met and I even work with a few men who are very, I'll just use this in an explanatory way. They're very much in their feminine, disconnected to, from their masculine. And this is because they do not trust their masculine. Yeah. They, they, they also, I believe, sense the pain the masculine brought to the feminine. Because of that, there's, of course, withhold. They're not standing in their own power. This forward, creative, clear, penetrative energy is not being channeled. So the, their business suffer, their sex life suffer, their mm -hmm. everything suffers. And when we understand better what power is, we can actually then explain it and, and, and put new context around it and explain, hey, this is not, of course, power can destroy, but it can also build. Let's build something with this. Let's shift the power and let's leave all this history still being aware, but come on, let's create something different. And uh, so this is very important, especially for men nowadays and the new generation of men coming. Yeah. Beautifully yeah. said. I I once heard a post, I called it, um, I want a man I cannot control no matter how hard I try. Mm. And that's really the, for me, the, the um, what's it called? The, the, the tension I'm always playing with, with the masculine. I think mm. I want to see if I can control him and I, I get frustrated when I can't. And it's mm. not that I want him to have power over me or to disregard me or to disregard my needs. Mm but I want to feel that he will do the right thing maybe out of his own accord, not because mm. I made him or guilt tripped him or mm. manipulated him or he's doing it for me. Mm. I want to feel the leadership that happens from within him and that that's something I could trust rather than the guilt trip version mm. or the nice guy version. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is the positive tension, so to speak. And yeah. I always like to use dancing as an analogy, for example. If there's a couple mm. that or people are just holding hands. If mm. the hands are too loose and wobbly spaghetti-like, there's no connection, <laughs> there's no tension. If there's no tension, there's no, yeah, there's no leadership, there's no following, there's no, there's no unity at all. Mm -hmm. It feels like two people in a different room. So when we create this positive tension, which is push or pull energy. Yeah. We create this polarity, we create this energy that flows in that moment through the hands, through the body of the partner, through the earth and back to the other one. And we create mm. this circular energy, which is beautiful. So we need this tension. It builds, yeah, it builds, builds passion, it builds, you know, it builds the world. I mean, it's, it's essential to have. Mm. I love that. I, I, when I was a teenager, I did a lot of tango and it was exactly this. Yeah. You needed somebody to have a little bit of counter pressure just a little bit so that you could exactly. lean onto it yeah 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 i love that that's beautiful so if if men want to connect more to their power if they so if they feel this hunger of like i i want to take up more space and i want to explore this more like what is it that you that you would recommend them what do you think is what do you see a lot of the men around you looking for what what is this this exploration of power maybe mm. Yeah, 
I have five elements in that that I realized oh. recently. <laughs> <laughs> I have five. <laughs> yeah, I love this. <laughs> so one for me is to realize that we have power. Realize that we all have power. We all desire power. We all consciously or unconsciously have that. And if we deny it, for me, that is very dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's like someone answers a, enters a, a dojo for karate class or taekwondo, any of these martial arts. So you're a beginner. And for me, the beginners are always the most dangerous one because they don't know if they hit how strong they hit. Mm-hmm. If they kick how strong they kick, they can hurt someone without even knowing. Mm-hmm. I will always trust more and f- feel more safe around someone who is a black belt or brown belt, whatever, because they know their power. They know what that means and they cultivate it. They don't deny it and they work with it. Of course, they channel it into something constructive. So it is about acknowledging that you have power and with that comes responsibility. So we cannot run away from that. So that's step number one. Step number two is, well, for me, what works also really well also with my clients is having a daily practice. Yeah. So create whatever that is. And uh, discipline for me is a form of self-love. So to have the daily practice is to cultivate that inner fire in your solar plexus, to mm. understand the energies in your body again, to create something daily that brings you back into the body. Mm-hmm. The third part is, is a brotherhood, is yeah. really a brotherhood. And this is so essential. I mean, we have it for since the humanity came into this earth men around the circle you know in, in around the fire together sharing yeah. this is crucial and of course it's 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 not the case nowadays if most men who go f- to meet other men go f- to drink or to talk or blah 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 yeah. it's not the same uh another element i think this is four now if i'm not mistaken <laughs> uh, and now i speak a lot about two men to, i speak a lot to men now in this moment mm-hmm. is to be alone to spend more time alone and I feel a lot of men underestimate how much alone time they need. Yeah. And uh, that's so true. Yeah, just alone, whatever that is, whether it's just sitting on a rock and just looking into nothingness for hours, mm-hmm. that is nourishing for the masculine. That is, that is yeah. for me, like liquid, liquid uh, honey, you know, just pouring over mm-hmm. my body. Just feel, I feel myself. There's no noise, there's no nothing that distracts me. Uh, and the fifth, uh, the fifth, oh, my brain now stopped for a bit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I feel these are the, one of the main key elements to just, just cultivating all these things that really nourish each other. And when you have all these aspects, I feel it's very easy to, to connect to the power, to, to be in your power and to really stand for, for that. And yeah. be an example. I mean, being an example in this world, what is what does it mean to be a healthy, healthy man in power, healthy woman in power? Because like yeah. you said, we have so many examples around us which are not positive. So it leaves a leaves a stain which we don't want anymore. Yeah, I think this is also another tension that a lot of people are playing with is that we I think we distrust powerful people. Yeah. Right. And and we have so many examples of people not handling or not not acting in integrity as they are powerful or trusted or looked up towards right and and so we are all trying to develop maybe this this capacity in ourselves and at the same time we don't have the 
that many role models of people actually inhabiting it from a place of integrity. Mm-hmm. And I realized as you were talking, like my association with power is very much the dark masculine. Yes. It's very much, I keep, like I was listening to you, it was like, it's funny, like I, for me, like the powerful in whatever body that is, but the power to me feels like very penetrative and very, um, yeah, really the, the embodiment of the dark masculine, like standing for something, having your boundaries, um, mm-hmm. moving your, co- proactively creating the life that you want, like all of these qualities. Is it the same for you? Does it, does it feel very interwoven? Yes, yes, the dark masculine is my favorite of the four archetypes. <laughs> of course, I, I, I love them all, I work with all, but I just, just this element, which, which is the dark masculine, which is just this warrior archetype. I mean, the, the, let's say the sub archetype of the dark masculine is the warrior, but I just love this piece. Like I mentioned, Bruce Lee, he's been my mm-hmm. model since I was a kid, just this idea of this samurai with a sword fighting for something that he believes is truth mm. and defending the earth defending the sacred feminine like this for me is the epitome of how i want to live my life you know this is mm. the vision i have so the mm. dark mask is really representing that and where do you in your life do you feel it like where like what's like the practical real life when you really feel the dark masculine um, hmm. Well, I can sense it in many moments throughout the day, of course. Mm-hmm. In different ways, I also practice it, how to how to mm-hmm. bring it. And in practical ways, that can be, for example, I love haka. So sometimes I just put oh, yeah. haka. Oh, yeah. I, just, I just move that mm-hmm. energy through my body and that right away sparks it up. Sometimes mm-hmm. maybe it's just bringing sacred anger and just allowing that energy to move. Uh, I also feel it when I make love to my partner. I, I love to bring that energy, of course, mm-hmm. when, it's, when it's the moment, when it's appropriate, it's not every single mm-hmm. time, but yeah, these are the moments which I really like to, I, I love to express it, I love to feel that it's received, uh, even though Dark Mask is very unapologetic overall, he just mm-hmm. doesn't give a shit what other people think, but to feel that this archetype is also received in this world is very... I feel it's very also empowering, very beautiful to feel that that energy is not again suppressed, pushed under the rug, shamed, which many men were shamed because of this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yet <laughs> we don't want to live this world without it. I mean, women at the same time are scared of this energy. At the same time, mm-hmm. they're longing for it more than anything today. Yeah. So this is a bit of a paradox, but it's important to acknowledge that. To, yeah um, like every every woman i work with like i think it's also on, on my uh course pages i say do you want the man that pushes you up against the wall and that's like the main sentence that everybody gets excited about because they're like yeah i want a man to push me up against the wall and then when we go deeper there's so much distrust yes. there's so much distrust and resentment and disappointment and all the ugh, that mm. i could imagine as a male body that's a very complex energy to step into even around a woman that's longing for that yeah, yeah. to be honest it's frustrating it, it can yeah. be very frustrating to just feel that there's this fire in us naturally which wants mm-hmm. to just explode like a volcano but we suppress it and mm-hmm. then environment suppress it and then we're scared what other people would think because not to take mm-hmm. us as aggressive or like mm-hmm. 
I don't know, sexually abusive, rapist, whatever. Mm -hmm. So of course, men suppress it. So it becomes eventually a ticking bomb. And uh, again, the paradox goes even further, which is the women are afraid of this energy, they, they long for it. The men also are afraid of it, longing, but they're, they suppress it. And then it leaks out in themselves mm -hmm. as aggression or something else, or depression yeah. also a lot, yeah. which we yeah. see nowadays rising so much. Mm -hmm. And also this energy can leak out, which I strongly believe in other parts of the world. If one nation suppress something very strongly, mm -hmm. it will appear somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. So, yeah. so it's very important to bring this dark masking into this world and, and to just allow it in a healthy way. Yeah. Yeah, I love this thing what you say about like places in the world. That's yeah. very true. And this this is, I think, really the tantra of life almost that everything is a system. So everything is masculine, feminine, dark and light, yin and yang. And so also in a really, like for instance, if I am in a partnership and I suppress my emotion, like I've had this in, in, in partners that suppress their emotions, I would become extremely emotional yes. because my emotional channel is much more open. So it seemed like all the emotions in our little microcosm would come out through me. Mm. And then I'm currently now with a partner that's very emotionally expressive. And so I'm also stabilizing a little bit because I don't feel like I need to express it for the both of us. Mm. So I love mm. this. I love this whole concept of like a system of energy. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, I mean, we are all a living psilocybin network of yes. in our, in our humanity. And, and it's yeah. we're so connected, so deeply intertwined that... It, it's fascinating whenever I, for example, meditate into that and just to feel and allow myself actually to feel, I can feel all the pain in this world. I can feel all the love in this world. I can yeah. feel all the suffering, the suppression. It can be a lot, really mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. But uh, let's say just that with time, I also learn how to do that in a way that it doesn't crum crumbles me down. I can be with that. And this is why also I feel this work is essential because when we do this, the work or the self-development, yeah. personal development, whatever you want to call it, we do not only heal ourselves, we literally heal everyone else around us. We, we empower yeah. everyone else around us. We, we do the work not just for us, for others too. Yeah. Yeah, I've often noticed this. And if you do like aspecting, for people who don't know aspecting, it's like pillow work. Yeah. Um, you do that, I don't know, on a member of your family. I've noticed every time that I've done something like that, that afterwards my family member would behave differently around me. Yeah. And they would just say, oh, so it just feels very different to be here. And be like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we never know this, like the quantum physics of, of what we are, what we choose to, to process, what that actually has for an effect on the greater on the greater yeah i want to mention one like i was i was stalking you on instagram and you write beautifully by the way and there's one thing you wrote that was so gorgeous that was the way a man penetrates the world should be the same way he penetrates his woman not merely for personal gain or pleasure but to magnify love openness and depth mm. do you remember this yeah, you <laughs> yeah you wrote that for sure <laughs> I got a message yesterday. Someone said, "Ah, oh, you wrote this so beautiful." Like I was like, "Yeah, I wrote that. I don't even remember anyone." <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah, and very. Uh, ah, wait. I think I know. I remember the post. And actually, just you're gonna use mm -hmm. the connection to that post. Mm -hmm. uh, we spoke about triggers right yeah. before people mm -hmm. being triggered. But even the word power. 
So it triggers many people. And I know when I use the word penetration or penetrative anything online, there's so many people triggered by that because again, it's of course connected to something that is not so positive. Uh, but I, I know I just see the beauty of these words and these energies, which is yeah. like just to penetrate something or the world or your partner. It just literally lifts me up and it gives me again even more freedom in my body to express myself. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because I think that the younger masculine goes into maybe intimacy, sex, uh, job, whatever, very much as a what's the I'm, I'm over exaggerating now, but like I deserve pleasure, I deserve money, I deserve mm. to to get this. Mm. I want to get that woman. And so there's a personal gain in there. And the feminine often feels this. She yeah. feels this, right? She feels that that she is merely an object. Mm. Whereas mm. I love is what you say, like not merely for personal gain or pleasure, but to magnify love, openness, and depth that, and this is like, I, I know this from working with men that the moment they connect to their purpose, they become so much more powerful, right? The moment we talk about because you're in the room, everybody feels more safe. Every guy's like, fuck yes. I want, I want to be that man. If you are with a woman to magnify love, in her, in you, in the room, in the world, then all of a sudden your your penetration becomes purposeful and it's much more powerful. Yeah. I've seen this so often when it's greater than the personal gain, mm. when it becomes a greater good, what you are bringing as a man, I've seen men just magnifying their power, mm. magnifying their presence and what they're bringing and their depth and all of it. That's very much what you woke up with me when I read that, I was like, damn. <laughs> Yeah, and this, this again goes back to the self and to really begin from ourselves, working with ourselves yeah. and especially in sexuality because we've been learning to so much, especially men, depend, co-depend on the outer influence, mm -hmm. whether it's porn, whether it's uh, whatever use men have in the past when they, they wanted to activate the body. Mm -hmm. And of course that translates later to the partner, but this is not the place to begin with. And yeah. there's a beautiful practice in Tantra called the desire practice, which is basically sitting in front of your partner, three, two meter distance, closing the eyes and just first of all, feeling ourselves before we even start moving towards the partner. So to activate my own body, activate my own sexual energy, arousal, and then open the eyes and then slow, even before I start moving, first I feel my partner, and practicing to stay in my body, not to mm. exit my body, not to, again, depend and, and just try to get this or that. No, I mm. stay. And only when we feel still each other fully, we can still come together slowly. If we feel we exit our body, we go back. Mm. So we create distance and then we come back again. And this is the practice simply to stay in yourself while you're with your partner. And of course, that translates later so beautifully into lovemaking. With, mm -hmm. into, open the woman like like nothing else so yeah yeah, yeah this is so beautiful because i this is i think a, a very key masculine practice of cultivating the desire or the wanting or the longing or whatever and not right away giving it being able to sit in that moment and mm. that's power right of being mm. able to sit in it and not 
just like topple over into doing this thing that you're longing for. Like I've been playing around with a post around that your desire for her is actually what breaks your heart open if you allow yourself to sit in it for long enough. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so beautiful. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love when things... <laughs> I see your face lit up. <laughs> when things land, like as we're speaking. There was another beautiful thing that you wrote that I, I just wanted to maybe talk the last bit about. It's like men who support witches have big dick energy. Yeah. Yes. And now I know your partner very well, and she's uh, the embodiment of witch for sure, like the dark witch, even <laughs> I would say. <laughs> and I think a pain that a lot of women have is just being too much, or being made fun of, or not being understood in this aspect. So maybe from your personal experience, how is it to be a partner next to a witch? <laughs> I've never been asked that. <laughs> this is the first one. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's definitely a witch, and uh, not just that, but she's one of the most powerful women I met in my life, mm -hmm. and in so many ways, just her presence, her being, and she has a lot of this dark energy in her, and this is so beautiful because she can't stand in that and hold herself in. And to stand beside her, to stand beside such a woman in, in, in her wholeness, in all her power, uh, takes a very powerful man. <laughs> so, so yeah. Very, yeah. <laughs> That's it's exactly beautiful it. because It's beautiful because when we started dating in the beginning, when we started, we connected the first time, it was literally an invitation for me to step even more into my power. And there was no other option. There was no, I'm gonna stay in whatever I am. No, I have to really look inside myself and see where I am and where am I holding back? Yeah. What needs to shift so I can really stand and call myself a king and I even think about calling her a queen. Otherwise I'm just bullshitting myself, you know? So it's, it's, it's been a revelation. And this is why also a woman can be a powerful oracle for the man if the man is ready to listen and uh mm. yes so many men, women are longing to have a man who can really receive them in their wholeness without saying this is too much or no i feel a man who knows how to hold himself she's never going to be too much her energy is not too much it's exactly as it's supposed to be and uh of course if something needs to be said and something is not right if we go into shadow it's fine we can communicate that but overall no woman is too much it's just mm -hmm. the man is maybe not too much mm -hmm. not enough to be to be very honest yeah. uh, so it's an invitation or how they like to call it I'm, I'm often calling out men but when i say calling out i'm calling men out to step out of their little box or the little small self into step into their power. So, and this I really want to do always from love and women deserve men who can stand beside them. Yeah, yeah, very moving the way you're speaking right now and you can also express this almost from the feminine perspective that 
often we partner, we want to be a partner or the men we want as our partners are, we, we see their greatness and often they don't see it themselves yet. Mm. Mm. And, and that's the painful part. That's mm. almost the painful part that a lot of men, I think still when they are intimidated by a woman or intimidated by their partner, mm. often that partner sees, sees their bigness but they have not yet found it. They have not yet seen it or they're scared to step into that. And I know for myself or my previous relationships that would get, um, there would be a tension there because mm -hmm. I was craving for him in his bigness, mm -hmm. in, his, in, his, in his fully actualized self. I was craving him in, in, in his power, really, this word power again, I was craving him there not not just for me, but because I love, I love this human being. And I, and I think this, what the feminine beautifully does, we see, we see them, we see them. We're like, wow, I see you take up space. I want you to take up space. Cause then I also can take up space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah. the man can be beautifully invited into that without, yeah, just, just as the woman is just being herself and just being this power without holding back. She can literally invite the man just by, yeah, if, if it's authentic relating, she can invite him by mm. saying that she loves mm. to feel when he's big, like just to say, hey, I just love to feel when you're mm. like in your, yeah, in your freedom or whatever, like expression, mm. I just love this piece. And the, in this man will step in. But if you, of course, say to the man, hey, yeah, I feel you're not that, yeah, I feel you're not big as you can be, or oh, whatever, yeah. the complaint does not work. So there are many ways the woman can invite the man. I feel this is perfectly normal and it, sh it should become okay. And it can be done beautifully and artfully. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think uh, I, I love the nuance you're bringing here because when we, I think this is the shadow of the goddess that goes to the men and says, I want you to be bigger. <laughs> You're not present enough. And that doesn't motivate anybody. That doesn't like excite anybody to step into with this acknowledgement of how delicious the good stuff is. Exactly. exactly. That's way more inviting and igniting. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Mm, beautiful. Hey, and okay. My very last question. What, um, yeah what do you love what do you love about the feminine and not just in your partner but just in the world or as an energy or within yourself what do you love about it mm. Mm. yeah i love i love the love that the feminine brings mm. just this yeah there's so much love and even when i say this i just and it was, uh, I feel also almost emotional. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's love. And, and of course, there's so many other aspects I can go all day about that. But uh, yeah, just the love that is immeasurable. It's, it's beyond limits and, and anything that I ever felt. And whether it's me nourishing and muttering myself or just feeling it from the others or yeah, just love. And I feel we need more of this love in this world. And that's why I I really want to stand for this truth that I'm here to protect the feminine because I feel oh. the feminine will heal this world. And the feminine will heal this world with the man who can be there to, to protect them on that path. So, yeah. 
Now I have goosebumps everywhere. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I can feel that. I can I can see that, I think, in uh, the relationship you have, relationship I have in a lot of my friends, that this seems to be the energy that's activating. Mm. She's very much activating and he's very much activating in the in the in the grounding, the supportive, the safety, the mm. protector. Mm. Yeah. So beautiful. Thank you, Noaya. I know you have some cool stuff coming up. So if people would like to work with you and go deeper with you, what's uh, what's about to happen? Yeah, thank you for asking that. I've yeah, I'm beginning soon a masculine alchemy mastermind for 15 men who just feel like this fuck yes that I want to change a life. They want to enrich themselves and everyone around them. And this specific pillar I'm working is exactly what we spoke to, which is the self. So the man to come back to himself, to, to, to feel the body, to ground, to feel his cock, his balls, his whole fullness, his power. Uh, but at the same time, to feel the love, to feel the feminine and, and just to move in that energy. Mm. And brotherhood is the medicine. Just so just to be in this circle of men, this is already so healing mm. and empowering and it will create ripples in time and space. These 50 men have families, have friends, and I'm sure that will again, of course, affect the whole world. And this is how I see this work of just supporting each other. So this mastermind is exactly for that, it's three months and uh, there's still room left. Mm. So yeah, I invite men to just step into their power and claim, claim their lives, claim their destiny. Yeah, so, I highly recommend this because if, if it hasn't been clear in the past hour, I think Namaya is such a beautiful embodiment of integrated, safe, masculine, dark masculine, light masculine, a man that has integrated his feminine, all of that. You feel very mature in that sense, very mature. And I could very much imagine what you, the power and the magic you would give these men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if they want to find you, where can they find you? Where can they find more about this program? So my name, uh, Nemanja Sonero, which is N-E-M-A-N-J-A-S-O-N-E-R-O. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's, that you can find me on my website, nemanjasonero.com or Nemanja Sonero at Facebook. Instagram is the same name everywhere. Mm-hmm. And of course, you can reach out to me, private message or just write on the website. Uh, and yeah, let's connect and let's create magic. <laughs> Amazing, amazing. Amaya, thank you so much for your time and all your wisdom and all your perspective. I really, really yeah, appreciate it. Thank you so much for your acknowledgement and for the invitation and yeah. everything that you're doing. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, my loves, for listening to another episode of The Deeper Podcast. If you enjoyed this, please pass along to even just one person who needs to hear this. And my love language is very much words of affirmation so i love 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 it when you share my work if there was one sentence that popped out to you from today's episode please do share it on your social media tag me in it and i will shower you with my gratitude and always if you want to stay connected instagram is the best place that's where i'm the most active sophie.josephina or hop on on my mailing list sophiejosephina.com and before i forget All of these conversations, so every podcast episode is now also available on my YouTube channel, so you can always check it out there.